The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is officially live in Ohio. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime and anywhere right here in Ohio with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code CONTEST will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can use code CONTEST to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CONTEST. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co slash oh for terms. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i'm as always alex and before i get Jill, dylan to join the fray um i just wanted to comment on something uh i was made aware of tweets about my person in recent days uh alleging oh. some very heinous behavior um and i would just like to say that i i, I, vehemently I know what it is now I vehemently deny all allegations of being a Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling fan. Oh, uh, I, I stand with victims of Raku Brain. I, I have had <laughs> friends succumb to Raku Brain, and I would never wish that on anybody. So uh, if you see anybody calling me a TJPW fan on your timeline, uh, please report and block these people, because uh, they, are, they are spreading these harmful messages about me. So um, once again... Uh, not a Tokyo Pro Wrestling fan, uh, but I do stand with all victims of Raku Brain. So, thank you. I thought I thought you were going to uh, deny the allegations of you saying you want to quote fuck the shit out of Yuki Ueno, um, but I guess I guess that's not the issue here. It is that uh, Dylan, I said that on my private account. <laughs> There's only like twenty people who knew about that. What? Are you, what? <laughs> No, that's like okay. Let's be honest. You've had way worse takes than that. Like that's a very fair take. I'll be honest. 
as a straight yeah. male, incredibly fair. Like that, I, I understand. It makes sense. Like, I did not need to air that. That was on my private Twitter for a reason. You could you could bleep it. That would be even funnier. Oh god, it's up to you. It's it's too. Welcome much to Star Quest, ever. ladies and gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, of course. That too. Thank you. Go on. All right. Um... I suppose we'll just go right into the the discussions. Um, <laughs> so this isn't really stardom related, and honestly, it's very much speculative. Um, but we probably should talk about it anyway. Uh, so all of the reports seem to indicate that uh, Sasha Banks has left WWE, and obviously, there's going to be a lot of speculation about what she does next. And you know, people are probably going to bring up Japan as a potential destination. Um, I think there's a lot of weird narratives around Sasha that I don't buy into. Uh, this idea that she's going to moonwalk into Hollywood, like, she had a couple of lines in a minor role in a Disney show. That doesn't mean she's batting off, you know, hit movie makers every week. You know, there's the, that's that doesn't seem to be happening. Um, and, I mean, we've never even seen her have any acting range. Like, her her character has been the exact same since her days in NXT with the best friends, was it? Was it best no, friends? No, it, uh, it was the best at everything, so Team Bay, and the beautiful, ferocious females, BFFs. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm BFF. a big, Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. A big, I'm a big old-school NXT fan, so yeah, it was... Hell yeah. But her, Summer Rae and Charlotte, what a, yeah. what a trio. That was great, that. dude. That was so good. Um, but she's basically I was, I been. Was, I was big on the on the best of everything. Like that first heel run for Becky Lynch was like way better than anything she's ever done since. I'm I'm gonna be honest. She was Pretty great much. at that point. But, yeah. yeah. Um. But you know, she's been like slight variations of that character ever since. So yeah, there is no real precedent of whether this woman even has any acting ability, right? And I know The Rock doesn't have much. He's The Rock. You know, yeah. he can get away with it. He can just be himself in movies and it's fine. Uh, I'm not sure Sasha Banks can. Maybe she could. She's a very beautiful, charismatic woman. Maybe it would work. Um, but definitely, I think this Hollywood idea is a bit overplayed. I, um, yeah. Because, I mean, like, and I, again, this is a Star on podcast, not a WWE podcast. But if you look at, like, the actors who have genuinely crossed over, there's, like, three um, legitimate ones. And two of them crossed over, like, on meme ability alone, uh, mm-hmm. because, like, The Rock is The Rock, and John Cena was in the Fred movies, and is also, you know, his name is John Cena, and he's, he's, he speaks Chinese, and it's weird. It's like, like, they're both very novelty, um, mm-hmm. and then Batista is just, like, he just, he's just a good actor. Like, he just, he spent years trying to be good at acting, and he got at, good at acting. So, and that's... Those are the three. So it's like, yeah, the idea that it's like Sasha's just going to simply uh, become a Hollywood superstar is is a bit weird. Um, but so the alternatives are what we are here to kind of talk about here. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, the I think people are just like, oh, she she wouldn't wrestle anywhere else. She's been in WWE. Like, do you know this woman? She yeah. flew herself to Sendai to train with Miko and Dash on her she own She worked the time. fucking farm for a minute. Like, not li- literally, yeah. but, like, she she was like, yeah, I'll, I'll come out to the yeah. field for a day. And, uh, like, who does that? I know. Like, did, did uh, Medusa Complex even do that shit? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> they wrestled there. They were champions. And Sasha was like, nah, I want to be in this. I want to be in this. So, yeah. Uh, 
Sorry, I, I interrupted. Go ahead. It's all right. Um, but like she did that. And even back in the days, I don't know if people remember this because it's been gone for so long. But when Pure Resu Dream was a thing, she was out here liking, you know, the posts for the most random Japanese indie shows. Like this, this woman is a nerd for pro wrestling. Yeah. She, you cannot tell me that she does not daydream of maybe wrestling Mayu Watani or something like that, or or, or a Siri, or a new Tami. Like she's not this raised on WWE, only knows WWE, is, you know, got into wrestling because of Kelly Kelly. Like, she's she's a big fan of pro wrestling as a whole. Um, so I don't think it's She's a bigger this... pure nerd than Hazuki is. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Like, th- this woman, there's no doubt that she probably has that itch to, to wrestle somewhere like Stardom. Or maybe not Stardom, but I, I feel like if she would do a Japan date, it would be with, you know, the biggest promotion. She wouldn't... Uh... I doubt she would show up at the Sendai Girls big show in Niigata or yeah. something like that. See, I think especially the thing with Sendai Girls is that like with Mako not being like the person there, mm-hmm. uh, there's less of a link. You know, I, like not necessarily because yeah. obviously she's she and her and Dash have like a. I'm not gonna pretend like I know them, but they seem to have a pretty good relationship. She's you know homies, quote unquote, at least acquaintances with most of the roster. But it's like uh, with with Mako being you know, fully WWE brained. Uh, I don't know if she necessarily has like a immediate like attachment to Sunday girls anymore. Um, because I think that was probably just the easiest place to go as a WWE wrestler and train uh, without getting heat. Cause I mean, Kyrie couldn't even like make a, a, so like she had to hide in the crowd anytime she went to a stardom show. You know what I mean? Like obviously like pictures would come out and she'd be hanging out with the crew, but like she couldn't like even be near the anything, uh, she couldn't train with the girls at all. So I imagine that was probably why she went to Sunday Girls immediately when she was uh, coming to Japan to train a little bit. But yeah, I imagine if she went to Japan, she'd probably go to Stardom. Um, and it makes sense why, because that sweet, sweet Bushi Road money. Um, yeah. And I mean, like, if she did, you're, you're going to get a big match and a big venue. Um, yeah. And, you know, presumably they'd pay decently, but I'm not sure that matters. This woman is a millionaire, probably a lot. Yeah. Like, dozens of times over like she she is very much has enough money that she probably never has to earn a penny again um and i so think I... the and again not trying to not jump into speculation i think when it like comes down to it if somebody is be felt feels that them and the woman's roster is being disrespected uh they probably would want to go to the one place in the world that women's wrestling is respected like almost on the exact same level as men's wrestling, like in a different way, but like the closest in comparison to, you know, like, like America or the UK or mm-hmm. anywhere that is in Japan in terms of Joshi versus Puro, like it's the closest in terms of how they are respected uh, by, you know, the office and by the crowd. So I imagine that also does something. Uh, I I've been saying that's probably why she doesn't necessarily go to AEW. Um, I don't really care if she does or doesn't. That'd be cool, whatever. But is like if the respect thing is a really big deal to her, which clearly kind of is, I I kind of see her going to Japan if she does go anywhere in the wrestling world. Yeah, and it's not to say that she's gonna you know be full time in stardom working Yamagata. Um, <laughs> I mean, she could she could easily sign for AW That's and do too. the occasional stardom date. So. I'm just, I'm not ruling out this possibility of, of Sasha Banks in, in stardom 
Um, and I feel like people who are just hand-waving it really are, are either biased or they just don't know really what they're talking about. Because... A lot of people just think that, oh, Stardom is a small Japanese company. How are they going to afford It's like they could afford way more than they probably should. Um, yeah. they, Bushiroad they has given Mayu. them a big like, They pull Mayu a lot. I don't think people yeah. understand. Mayu Rutani makes a lot of money. <laughs> like This woman is, is very well off. This this is not, you know, peanuts and a I know, and, that, and that's... They've been, they've like calmed down on merch since uh, COVID. So it's like once that merch starts jumping back up with the Bushi, like they, these, these motherfuckers are going to get paid, <laughs> you know, like, oh. like they, they have some money uh, to, to spend type of thing. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Sasha showed up. No, neither would I. No, but um... Azumi should beat her. <laughs> of course. Um, I don't think so. No. I will take I will take all of the death threats that I get for saying Azumi better uh, on Twitter, and I am prepared for it because I think that would be really funny. You you messing with the Thank crew? And I'm messing. With I'm the messing crew? with the wrong people. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just that's Sasha. We have no idea if she's even like gone or not. But um, you know, most reports seem to say that she is, or that people in the company believe she's gone. And uh, if she does, I do think it's possible that she she does at least one match in stardom. Um, so it's going to be interesting. should be fun because I think she's a very good wrestler. I didn't used to. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I hated her for a while because I thought she was very overrated and that people thought she was amazing that. and her matches were kind of okay and she would botch a lot. Um, but she she definitely got a lot better after the Sendai trip. And that You was... know, when you think about it, she's she's very much a Minami Toyota type stan you know what i mean like because like when you mentioned that i was like oh that's kind of how i still view minami toyota most of the years of her yeah. career um but yeah I, I i agree i think that she's a really good wrestler um and i do think she would probably get even better in a uh long-term japanese setting uh yeah. just anyway, obviously just like we said WWE. yeah like, when, yeah when i mean free yeah. from having to tell stories and uh, that sort of nonsense, she could be fantastic. So uh... honestly, she seems like one of the least WWE wrestlers. WWE wrestlers, if that makes sense, because of just her mentality on wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she would definitely be one of those people who improves greatly. Um, I think you know, not to get into it too much, but I think like somebody like Big E also kind of would have been one of the best big men of all time if he had a little bit of experience outside of WWE, uh, just because they have a great mind for wrestling type of thing. So I think I think Sasha will definitely thrive wherever she goes. So shout out to her. And uh, clickbait section over. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, hey, what are we taking Naomi to, or what's the story here? <laughs> Dude, I am so down. I am so down. To, even though she would have to be the second best Naomi in Japan, because uh, I don't know if you know, <laughs> but Yoshimura is going crazy this year. Um, but no, I, I would I would actually love Naomi. I don't know what's going on with Naomi, actually. Again, not to speculate too much, but she just kind of is like hanging out like i don't know like what if sasha just like like that's that's such a messy situation i don't even want to talk about it type of thing because <laughs> that's all over the place yeah yeah no we'll, we'll stay away from that um with that though we do have three shows to review and as far as i'm aware no news from stardom it was a very quiet week uh from stardom they haven't even got all three shows up yet that's kind of how lax they have been uh which is cool you know not every they've been they've been so chill ahead. They've been so chill. I was able to like invest in a whole new company, uh, oh, wow. and not miss anything. 
like I, I had never watched DDT before this weekend and now I'm I'm an eruption guy. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 where we're at. Oh. Eruption is for the bisexuals and we love it. Yeah. Um <laughs> It is though. You've got like it is, it is, guy well, yeah. and the, the Yukio guy. Like... They, actually I think I think DDT it's just they're all incredibly attractive. Everybody in DDT pretty yes. much. Like it's it's kind of weird. Like the the percentage of attractive human beings that wrestle for DDT is a bit like unnatural. I'm concerned. How did they get all those beautiful men and women? There's there's like two women, but still, you know what I mean? Like it's weird. I, I Happy I Pride knew. Month, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what about Veterans Month? <laughs> what about John Cena Month, Alex? That's my question. <laughs> oh my god! How like how <laughs> how are you WWE and you? Thought, Dude, I sent that oh, I sent that to my non wrestling friends and they just found it so hilarious. they were like, it's it's it John Cena month, huh? <laughs> it's John Cena month. Because it's like, how are you gonna say with a straight face that it's John Cena month on this month of all months when it is so obviously Pride month? Everybody knows that by now. It is like, this is like the second month. Time. Like, it's how the are second you doing month it? that was made. It was it was Black History Month, and then it was it was Pride Month, and then like all of the other months became a thing. Like, I, <laughs> how did they choose one of the two wrong answers? Type of thing. I have no idea. It's Just amazing. pick July. Like, <laughs> it's easy, but you know. Um. Anyway, oh, we will get on to the review here. Uh, yeah, the first yeah. show was on June sixteenth. Uh, this is in Morioka. Yes. Uh, this is in Morioka. Uh, starting with 446 fans here for this show. Apparently it was sold out, according to their website. Um, in the opener, Mai Sakurai and Lady C wrestled to a 10-minute time limit draw in the B block of the play-in league. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, this was this was pretty fire. I, I'm pretty sure I described this as, this is fire. So, um, Not huge on this. Really? No. Which is weird because we just had a conversation about like Lady C singles matches and how you were like way lower on them than I am. Uh, but yeah, I wasn't crazy about this one. I thought that was a bit like I don't like the way that these these draws and the qualifiers are flowing type of thing. I think that they kind of flow kind of wrong, in my opinion. Uh, and they they don't flow and it's like oh they wrestled and then they couldn't wrestle anymore. It's more like they wrestled exactly the pace that they needed to to make it to 10 minutes. And I was like, I know that you guys could wrestle for 11 minutes. Like this isn't y'all aren't like two day old rookies. Like y'all have been in it for a minute. You could wrestle for 10 minutes, but it just didn't feel like they could type of thing. Oh, it was fine though. Relatively. Okay. That's fair enough. I thought, I just thought it was good. You know, that, um, they really pair off quite well with how they both they do, do the big boots and, uh, my Sakurai throwing forearms now makes her even better. The, the matchup's definitely uh, better than some of Lady C's matchups, um, and better than some of my Sakurai's matchups, so I, I'm not going to give them too much heat, but I do think them not getting a finish kind of uh, made it a bit worse. Like, if they wrestled to, like, 9.30, I think it would probably be a good match, in my opinion. Right. Just because the flow would probably be different. Fair enough. Um, the match after that, then, was Sai Ida beating Waka Skiyama and Tam Nakano in a three-way match with... Uh... Just under eight minutes, Ida pinned Waka with the Idabashi. Um, I thought this was pretty enjoyable. There were some fun spots there. Uh, there was one where like Waka ran up Tam's back to do her uh, that move that uh, 
everybody stole from that one stardom girl. What the hell is her name? Bobby Tyler. Bobby Tyler. She like Everybody wants to be Bobby Tyler. Come on. Yeah. Now. She like ran off Tom's back to hit the Bobby yeah. Tyler. I thought I didn't cool. I didn't watch this match. This is the only match I didn't watch on the on the three shows that are on. Ah, no. Um, you missed you missed some pretty clever spots here. But um it's a I shame. mean you didn't miss anything huge. Oh, I missed I missed Waki Waki. I missed Waka <laughs> trying to be Bobby Tyler. Because everybody wants to be Bobby Tyler. Hell yeah. Everybody has everybody does that move and everybody's like, oh, they stole that from Liv Morgan. I'm just like, nah, Bobby Tyler was doing that like six years ago, bro. <laughs> like she started wrestling five years ago, she's doing a six. Like that like <laughs> it's it's just everybody wants to be Bobby Tyler. Hell yeah. I miss Bobby Tyler. Um She was good for her time. She was. Uh, I, I wanted her to come back to, to stardom, and then she went to the black hole known as NXT UK, so it's it's pretty disappointing. Um, but anyway, the next match on the card was Aphrodite beating Unagisaka and Mina Shirakawa in ten and a half minutes. Uh, Utami pinned Mina with the German suplex. I'm very happy uh, Utami's pulling the German suplex back out, because it always looks great when she does it, and she yeah. won two or three of her matches this weekend with that move. It's it's one of her best moves, like looking it wise. It's a lot better than her, like established super finishes. Dude, I hope. To be honest. I hope once she like gets back on top, like not literally like champion wise, but just gets back on top in general, starts like having big singles matches and winning them. I hope she pulls out a new finish. I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, like because like she could just get rid of the hijack bomb. Uh, Pretty much. It's like. Like, she has other good moves, but, like, if she just, like, and I know we've talked about, like, a million times, if she just pulls out, like, one of those, like, uh, Tomoko Watanabe mat, uh, yeah, one of those moves, any move that she's ever done, pretty much, she would just be a monster. It'd be great. So, yeah, she should do that. She should. Um, this match was, was fairly decent, though. I feel yeah. like neither Saya or Utami were going at full tilt at all this weekend. But, no, you know, their, their opponents were fairly up for it. Um, I, I think... Oh, noticed Mina seems to be taking a lot more falls than usual lately. I wonder if now that they yeah. have colors, they're happy to just kind of relegate Mina a little bit because they had been protecting yeah. everybody, but now they that have is... you know, Saki and Shibizu and stuff like that. That is the entire story of the Himeka storyline. Is really? that Himeka's like, oh, you're gonna start losing because colors is here. Like you're just gonna you're just gonna become nothing because colors is here. And that sucks because I used to like you, but you're gonna suck because colors is here. You loser. Oh, that's that's the entire story. Um. But yeah, I, and it's weird because like they've kind of positioned Mina higher than Unagi right now. Like not like in a literal sense because obviously Unagi doesn't get pinned as much. But like who come whose music plays when they come out? Mina's obviously it's because the dance partially. But like Mina gets called last. Mina like Unagi kind of has fallen into like a comedy spot, mm-hmm. uh, which I personally love her in. Uh, but I also think that she probably could be better than that. Uh, there's a middle ground because obviously I was not high on her in like the main event spots, but like she could definitely be a contender, uh, and just not constantly be a contender, and also not just be comedy type of thing. Because uh, Unagi is definitely better than Mina at this point, which is uh, not something that I'd admit. But yeah, Mina's been losing a lot. I guess, I guess that's what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just so interesting how they've kind of gotten more okay with having her lose now that they have colors around so i wonder Which if that's good. because they they just kind of say oh well we have saki now as a somebody who's protected so kind of nice to see somebody get pinned honestly yes uh, that isn't like <laughs> a child or like under three years in or saya 
because uh, Ida still gets pinned. It doesn't matter. Like those are the only people who ever get pinned. It feels like on these shows. Yeah, pretty much. Although Sai did win on this one, so you know. Yeah, stuff. I mean, you know, good for her. Um, the match after that, though, was uh, the God's Eye team of Ami Sore, Mariah, and Siri wrestling to a 15-minute draw with Himeka, Micah, and Julia of Don Del Mondo. So we all knew this one was going to a draw. I did, neither of these people are losing. Um, but yeah. I thought it was a pretty good match. Now, I'm still waiting yeah. on the God's Eye DDM match that everybody goes full tilt in, because that will be an amazing match when they do. But everybody's still holding a little bit something back in, in a lot of these, which is fair. They you kind know, of take in... turns. Yeah, kind of. Because, like, Mariah and Micah were going pretty hard, but nobody else was. Uh, and that was kind of noticeable, but I did think it was a good match. I don't know why they didn't swap this and the next show's match, considering, like, Mariah had, like, an entire speech for her hometown that was ravaged by the biggest earthquake in Japan's history. And, like, it's, like, a big, like, hometown. Like, like it's one of those towns where it's, like, being from there is kind of, like, an important part of your personality. And they just are like, yeah, you get the, you get the, you get the semi-main and you get, you get a draw. Sorry, bud. And then she wins the next day. And it's like, you could have just swapped those, but it doesn't really matter, you know. Probably. Um, and say, I thought that uh, Ami and Himeka were great in this one. Uh, I, I really want oh. to give them a mention because they did the Hoss exchanges and it was, it was really good. Ami is fantastic lately. Uh, her chops are so good. And when she was going at it with Himeka, I thought she was great. Um, Dude, she does not discriminate. She lit up Rena. Like, Rena posted mm-hmm. a picture on, on Twitter of just her entire neck being red from chops from Ami. I told her. I was she, like, she beat that she, kid. Like, she's was... 15. Like, dude. Yeah. I was like, you, like nobody does that to, to the kids except for Ami and, and Jumbo. I'm watching Jumbo. Even though Waka's not a kid, she's like 30. Uh, I just watched Jumbo just massacre her with Lariat. So that too. Um, But no, Ami does not hold back. It's kind of respectable. Yeah. And it feels like one of those people where it's like, oh, you think you think you, like you think I was mean to this child. They're a child. You're a full grown adult. Imagine what I'm going to do to you. That's what it feels like in every one of her matches. It's like, oh, I'm I'm ruthless to like people who don't deserve it. And I don't <laughs> like you like historically. Imagine what's going to happen to you. Um, so, yeah, that, that's a great place for uh, for one half of Double Annoy to be. And yeah, I thought this was a good match. We I'm sticking with that bit, by the way. That's fair. Um, but yeah, no, I thought Ami and Himeka deserved uh, some praise for their performance here. I, uh, I was going to say something else, but it's completely... Oh yeah, so the, did you notice that the audio in the show was kind of weird as well? It was um, yeah. It was like they, they picked up on the wrong mic again, but it wasn't as bad as the Osaka show, but like it wasn't fully mic'd up. I didn't fully recognize it, but then when Sendai sounded better than... Uh... Then Morioka, I was like, hmm, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, I noticed so, yeah, it in I, the I main because I thought Momo suffered a lot because her kicks weren't picked up at all by by the microphone. So I thought that was um that was when I fully noticed it. But I mean, the fact that Ami and Himeka did good hot shit with that audio uh, is is pretty impressive. So fair play to them. Yeah. Uh, speaking also, of the next... uh, wait, wait, after there there was some stuff. Um, after the match, Mirai just lariats the shit out of Micah. Like they were like all on the ground, then like. They get up and Mariah's just like, you know what, fuck you, and just goes and absolutely obliterates her. It was pretty dope. And she gives, like I said, a speech uh, talking about how she wants to bring a belt home uh, next time she gets to come back to Morioka, her hometown. So, yeah. Very nice. 
Um, the main event then of the show was Momo Kogo, Hizuki, Koguma, and Mayu Otani beating Momo Watanabe, Starlight Kid, Raka, and Saki Kashima of Oedo Tai. Uh, Mayu pinned Raka in just over 15 minutes with the Moonsault. As I said, Momo kind of suffered in this one from the bad audio. Her kicks didn't get picked up all that much. And um, it was, like, I don't know, it was a fine main event here. We've seen so much of this, these two teams that it's hard to get, like, super excited, especially when the finishing stretch is Mayu and Ruaka. So, like, it was it was a good main event, yeah. but it was nothing blow away at all. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm just tired of this match, honestly. That is fair, yeah. No, like, that's... I don't know, like, it, it was nice to see Stars win, because it feels like Oedo Tai usually just simply beats Stars. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, it's just, I'm just kind of tired of the matchup. Uh, Momo and Kid did some good high-speed stuff, because, um, mm-hmm. like, Momo's trying to show show herself off, and Azumi said that she is not impressed on Twitter. So, uh, <laughs> I guess, fuck Momo Kogo. Because <laughs> she, like, she, like, really went in, she tried her best, she did it, and then it was like posted on Twitter. It's like, oh, she's trying to, she's trying to show off to prove she can face Azumi, and Azumi's like, ah, that's funny. Look at her, look at her try to, look at her try to run. That's funny. I was like, that's, that's terrible. <laughs> that is the meanest thing you could say. But yeah, Azumi is going very heel for this, uh, this feud. It's that's uh, quite. It's great, dude. Like Momo Kogo's really been trying her ass off lately, and I notice it and I respect it. And Azumi's just like sitting being injured on her couch being like nah you still suck though that's the crazy thing <laughs> and i was like that's exactly what you should be doing thank you pretty much yeah um the next show to review then is on or was on june 18th uh, this is in the sendai pit they did 481 fans here which uh, it says is an overcrowded so they like super no vacancy basically um yeah Stardom almost drew as many people at the Sendai Pit as they had in the bigger Sendai venue when Utami beat Mayu, which is still a strange <laughs> thing in hindsight that the first world title win of their next franchise superstar was in Sendai, like a, an empty yeah. Sendai. It's I so don't. Weird. We don't watch that match. That's that's even that's the crazier thing is that it's like they are they work well together. That match is not a match to go back and watch really because crowd was dead uh mm. utami was kind of off her game relatively to like how she would perform and did perform uh before that and after that that match was just like an anomaly type of thing uh and it took Amen. place in fucking sendai <laughs> um but sendai got uh, our opener which was rena beating miyu amasaki in just over seven minutes with the uh diving double knee drop this is an a block match in the play-in league so with that win, Rina actually goes to four points. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a pretty solid like, match. I didn't think any of these kind of openers were that great for for Sendai. I actually really like this one. I, I thought this was one of the better matches of the of the qualifier tournament. Uh, wow. I think because and I talked to Scott about it that like Miyu uh, hasn't really gotten to show off a lot for like offense uh, mm-hmm. except for like her shine spots where it's like oh she you know. She reversed this move, and then she did her big move. And then, oh, she reversed this move and did its big move. And that's pretty much all she's gotten to do in terms of offense. And her selling hasn't been, like, the greatest selling of all time. So it's kind of been unnotable. But here, she got to work on top for the first 
couple minutes, uh, and she did really good submissions, actually. I know you're not a big uh, submission guy, but hmm. it, she did really good blim work uh, relative to, like, a lot of wrestlers. So, especially at her skill level, uh, I thought that she did really well, and then Rena obviously uh, picked things back up near the end and beat the shit out of her, hit the diving knee. And, yeah, that was really fun. Fair enough. Um, the match after that was Hina beating Lady C in a B-block playing match. Uh, Hina won in six and a half minutes with the Gato Clutch. Uh, they are now tied on three points each. So that uh, B-block is kind of interesting. And uh, Rock this... is the only one that has two points. Like, she's in the last place. Wow. Amazing. Uh, but this, this was a fairly solid match. I thought this was the uh, this was the unremarkable one, definitely. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about this one. Um, Hina winning with the Ghetto Clutch was funny. Like, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I was like, oh, that's funny. And after the match, like, Utami's, like, hyping her up, and Lady C's just laying in the corner hurt. And I'm just like, damn, what a great leader. <laughs> it was like showering the, the winner with praise and just pretending like the other one doesn't exist. It's great. So, yeah. I love Utami. Um... Yep. The match after that then was a three-way match. It was Koguma beating Saki Kashima and Unagi Sayaka in just under eight minutes when Koguma rolled up Saki Kashima. Uh, so Unagi... For the duration of this review, I will not swear. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Um, so the Unagi in her typical fashion now, I guess, was like, hey, I, w- I want a stipulation. Uh, but instead of no English, I wanted that we are not allowed to say foul words. And Saki responded by swearing at her. Um, Dude, I sent that screenshot to my friend and said, "Reminded me of you. Love ya, miss ya." And it was, it was the, you know, you're poopy, um, you're stupid, butthole, or what? I don't remember. I can't, you know. So yeah, I, I sent her that screen screenshot, and uh, she 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 appreciated it. That's so, nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, the match itself was was pretty fun, I guess. Uh, the the one with Azumi and Koguma and Unagi was better, just because it was a bit more yeah. fun. Um, Unagi was the only one that got the the punishment in this one until. And it's Saki. funny because like, Unagi didn't even like swear swear. I don't think because one of the times she said "Oh my," which just is like the most impolite way to like refer to someone as you like hey you you know like that that's it but it's just incredibly impolite uh, obviously i'm not a, a japanese expert so it might be like you should die in a hole but like i don't you know i don't i don't know the intricacies of it but like she didn't even like say like you know one of the the swear words you you think of she's just like hey you and it's like hey hey hammer on the butt you know like so i thought it was funny yeah no, the, it got funny though when Saki said her <laughs> swear word, and the other two wanted to, you know, obviously give her the punishment, and so she just ran, and they had to run after her, and then she hid behind Rossi, and all of a way to tie. What did she say? What did Unagi say about Rossi? Oh well, that don't worry, that'll come after. Um, so all of a way to tie just started sitting on Rossi's table so that nobody could see Saki hiding behind his chair. Uh, it was amazing. And then Saki continued to try and escape. So Unagi and Koguma threatened to attack Rossi and said, Hey, Saki, don't you care what happens to this Louis Vuitton wearing man? Um, old man. Old, old man. man. Can't forget the old man. Which is just... Greatest thing ever. Such an odd way to refer to Rossi, but... It, I got like 28 for likes for tweeting that screenshot and nothing else. Look at you getting that clout. Great time. 
great time. Congrats. Um, and, you know, Saki didn't take her punishment. She pretended to, and then Kogova and Dunagi ended up hitting each other and breaking the weapons. Um, and then I'm pretty sure they messed up the finish, because I think Unagi broke up Koguma's roll-up on Saki, but the referee called it anyway. Yeah, so, she was late. Yeah, like, there was a roll-up exchange, and then Koguma did hers, and Unagi tried to break it up, and Saki... Though, I don't, know, but I don't know, because it was the weird. Kuma roll. So, like, if there was going to be a finish, that would be it. You'd think so. Unless it was going to be, like, a non-finish. straight-up hit Koguma, yeah. so it should have broken it up. Really, but I don't know. Hmm. The bear wins. Happy to see it. Hell yeah. Um, the match after that then was Himeka and Julia beating Momokogo and Saya Ida. Uh, Julia submit Ida in just over 10 minutes with the Bianca, which we haven't seen in a while. Um, yeah, she said, oh, you have a shoulder injury? Loser. <laughs> and this I'll break one, him again. Yeah, th this one was, was fairly solid again. Um you know, obviously the Stars team was going to get creamed eventually, so I was kind of waiting for that to happen. Stars' lowest ranking two members in the tag team is better than, like, most of the tag teams in America. Like, <laughs> it's it's like it's wild. Because, like, I noticed that, like, when I was watching this match, I was like, Stars is more stacked than the 2008 WWE roster. Like, they are insane <laughs> right now. Um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just ratting off bits. Go check out VTG. Uh, you know, I, I got you guys' attention. Go, go check that out. It came out last week. But no, I, I honestly think that like Komomo and Ida work incredible, incredible together, and like they should just get more tag opportunities because I thought they both worked really, really well. Obviously, they got beat up, but they just have a really great like flow as a tag team. Like they work really well together, and Jumbo and Saya did great stuff. Uh, Momo Kogo's way better at getting beat up than she used to be, which is great to see. Um, and yeah, I thought this was this was good overall. I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, give them more high tier tag teams to wrestle against Sai and and Momo. I think they would do a lot of good work together. Fair enough. Momo tag league. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, now I didn't get to watch this next match. Uh, it was Hazuki, Hanan, and Mayu beating Waka, Mina, and Tam. Uh, Hazuki pinned Waka in just over 13 minutes. Hanan kind of carried this one. Oh, wow. Like, this was one of those matches where, like, Mayu wrestled for, like, two minutes near the beginning and didn't get back in the ring. Right. Uh, but it was good. I mean, like, Hanan's a fine wrestler. Hazuki took over later on. Her and Waka did some good stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was fine. It wasn't anything, uh, too notable, in my opinion. But yeah, mm -hmm. and then, uh, Hazuki won with the Bombs Away V2. Which is just sent on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sounds sounds all right. Um, the match after that then was Aphrodite versus Mai Sakurai and Micah of Don and Armando. Utami uh, pinned Mai with the German suplex in uh, just under eleven minutes. I thought this was this was good. Saya and Mai did some fun stuff. Uh, Utami and Micah did some okay stuff, and then Utami and Mai at the end was good as well. Uh, Micah does a discus lariat now, which always hits really well, and uh, we love to yeah. see it. So this one, this one was good. Nothing amazing, but just a pretty strong match. Yeah, I mean, Sakura got like a real close near fall on Utami, mm -hmm. and then Utami's like, "Okay, we're done. Uh, yeah. You're you're done. We're it's it's we're done." Uh, and she has lariated her, and then hit a German and won. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, I felt like Mai got left hanging early on, but after that. Micah kind of got in, and the flow went a lot better. Uh, so, yeah, that was a decent match. Definitely. 
Uh, the main event then, I didn't get to watch this one either. It was Ami Sore, Mirai, and Siri of God's Eye beating Momwanabe, Starlight Kid, and Raka of Oedotai. Mirai submit Raka with the Miramare in just under 13 and a half minutes for the win. Would you believe me if I said that the Starlight Kid in Double Inoue segments was not fun? <laughs> it, it would not be shocking. I, I it was it was kind of a bore. They kind of like held on to it for a minute, and then Uraka got in, and Mirai just did like some really good power stuff for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, it was better than like the main event from the show before because it's a fresher matchup and there was more new intricate things to do. But I mean, it wasn't it wasn't too great. I think Mirai kind of showed out here, uh, and obviously Shuri and Momo did a lot of uh, the typical you know standoffish type of stuff before big match that's not happening for another like three weeks so i don't know why they're already doing it but i guess we're gonna be doing that for the next couple weeks uh of course and yeah i mean it was it was fine it was good all right sounds good um our last show to review in part oh mariah forgot her own catchphrase that was the funny bit oh no way they were closing the show and mariah's like uh, what's the next what 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 do i say now <laughs> and she's like okay okay you it's like oh yeah okay and I was like, dude, it's your catchphrase. <laughs> so yeah, I found that funny. Very fun. Um, but our last show to review, at least in part, was on the 19th of June. Uh, this is in Yamagata Big Wing. They did 351 fans. Uh, as of this recording, only the first three matches are up. But I did watch them all, so we can we can talk I've, about them. I watched the first two. That's fair. Um, so the opener was Ami Sore beating Momo Kogo in just over six minutes with the Brain Buster in an A-League play-in match. Uh, with this win, Ami Sore is through to the, the actual five-star. She, she's on eight it's, points and nobody can catch her. It's wild that we were like, oh, maybe, you know, she, she gets a little bit of a hiccup. And it's like, nah, she just runs through literally everybody. Yeah. Um, I guess not? it's fair, like, to put over somebody going into the five-star. I imagine she gets, like four points in the actual five star or something and it's just like oh well i literally killed every other rookie so mm-hmm. uh, you know complain about it type of thing uh but yeah that was good another great memo uh selling performance here and yeah it was it was fun i mean not much to talk about i guess yeah yeah no definitely um the match after that then was Hameka beating waka Skiyama in just under seven minutes with a boston crab uh, this one was quite good. I, I, this one Did was... you know that Himeka is an ambassador of Yamagata? I do uh, now, a yeah. professional wrestling ambassador. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so she was really uh, showing out here and beating the shit out of Waka, which is great. Yes. So great. Uh, Waka was pretty good on her end, too, though. She was very yeah. good at uh, kind of firing back and trying to mount some comebacks, and Himeka was just putting her down. Uh, this one, this one like, definitely was, was quite good. Definitely worth going out of your way to see. You think Waka ends up being like a Spike Dudley, where she just starts getting hurt. Not hurt, but like getting as much offense as anybody can give, and it's like, yeah, that's just where I'm at for like the next three years. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Not a bad place to be. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's Spike Dudley's one of my like favorite wrestlers of that time period. He was so cool. <laughs> uh, loved watching him get beat up. Fair. So yeah. Uh, I think if Waka just like just splats more, you know, I was like it's the selling on uh, two of a million. I think she'll be like one of my favorite wrestlers in the company. Fair enough. <laughs> um, 
The match after that then was Micah defeating Lady C in just under eight and a half minutes. Um, so they, they really tried with this one. Like Lady C attacked before the bell. She was bringing the fight to Micah. It felt like they wanted to be really heated. Um, and in the end, they kind of just got upstaged by Waka versus Himeka. Like They, they <laughs> kind of had a very similar match, but Waka and Himeka did it better, you know? Um but, you know, Which fair play to, to Micah and Lady C for really kind of going for it and trying to have a standout match. Um, and it was a lot better than if they had just had a normal one, to be fair. So um, they tried anyway, and that's, that's kind of the main thing. Yeah, it's it's a shame because, like, as I've I've touted before, is that Lady C and uh, Micah have one of those, like, undercurrent stories that I've, I've really liked over the past, like, year and a half. Uh, and I think they work really well together. I didn't get to watch this, but from from what I've heard, it wasn't too, uh, you know, standout kind of thing. Mm. So it's kind of sucks, but uh, you know, is what it is. I hope that I wonder where that's going. I don't, I doubt that anything happened like after the match or whatever. But I wonder where that's going because it feels like there's something there, and there's something somewhere for Lady C. Like Lady C is just like of all of the wrestlers in the company, she's in like the weirdest spot because she's not really improving in ring. And her character isn't developing uh, as a member of Queen's Quest. Like, she's not really doing anything. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look like there's anywhere that she could go, kind of thing. Um, yeah. And the only thing that she's really had to grasp onto is Micah saying, hey, remember how you used to be good when you teamed with me? That's crazy, bro. Um, but other than that, I haven't really noticed anything with Lady C lately. Yeah, she's she's kind of in a weird spot um, lately, but... Yeah, we just kind of have to wait and see there what they do with her. Yeah. Um, speaking of Queen's Quest, though, they were in the next match. Uh, Miyu Amasaki, Sayaka Matani, and Utami Hayashishita wrestled to a 15-minute draw with Unagi Saka, Mina Shirakawa, and Tam Nakano. Uh, pretty weird result, given that Miyu was in there. Um, normally, she would be somebody that would take a pin, but I don't know. So Rossi is very pin-shy lately, so... Miyu's, Miyu's so weird. Yeah, I don't know. I guess like maybe they wanted her to get a lot of ring time, but even then. Uh, well, that is weird. Yeah, definitely. Um, the match maybe was... like Azumi was just supposed to be in that spot and they just didn't feel like changing it. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. They 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 are that lazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, the match after that then was Mirai and Suri beating My Sakurai and Julia in uh, just under 13 and a half minutes. Uh, seems the referee stopped the match when Siri had Mai in a in a sleeper hold, so that that'd be interesting to see. And she killed her. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and in our main event, then Momo Watanabe, Starlight Kid, Raka, and Saki Kashima of Away to Tie beat Hazuki, Koguma, Sai Ida, and Mayu Watani of Stars. Uh, Saki with the revival on Ida in just under fifteen minutes for the win. Uh, it's so dope that I got to watch the two main events that Waiter Tai lost, so I didn't have to hear her, to hear them talk. Definitely. Uh, but I mean Saki, though. Saki, post-match promo. I mean, uh, shout out Saki, yeah. Revival. Zombie revival to the end. Hell yeah. Uh, but that is uh, all the stuff to review. Uh, we do have three shows to preview, though, this coming week, so let's take a look oh, at boy. those. So... The first one is on the 25th of June. Uh, this is the Miyu Amasaki Triumphal Series 2. Uh, it's in the Kyoto KBS Hall. In our opener, it is Lady C versus Raka in a B-block match in the play-in tournament. Um, 
Let's see if I can get Ruaka. You would think so to to take her up to four points and maybe yeah. add in some unpredictability there. I hate that they don't put the damn bracket on the schedule page. Yeah, they only put it on the results, which is not as helpful. But I mean, it's something anyway. Well, they did put it on the results. I don't. <laughs> Sometimes stardom does not make life easy. Okay, yeah. So no, they don't. Rocca has the two matches left. Uh, she has two draws. So yeah, she's definitely winning here. You have to give her at least one win. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she ends up going through uh, in the end. Possibly. I guess my Sakurai probably has over her. I I, I need to fucking find the... <laughs> no, I my Sakurai the is on three points, but she only has one match left. What's her match? Um, I don't know. Oh, I think it's Raka. Okay. Oh. oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. 28th um, mm. at the Korokan. So I think it, it's going to come up to Raka versus Masakurai, who wins that. Hell um, yeah. And then, was that Ida over Hina gets five. Yeah. Uh, if Rina loses to Kogo, then that block is sorted pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so I imagine it goes, uh, unless they throw Rina in there, which I feel like it would be wild yeah um i imagine it goes ida the winner of rock and my sakura and then obviously uh ami's already in yeah and i mean before the tournament i I had predicted it would be ami ida and mai and that seems to be how it's going anyway so um... i won't be surprised if they threw ruaka back in there i mean she's the only one other than ida who's been in the tournament before Mm. uh so it wouldn't be like anything new but i i wouldn't be against it I, I think she usually is at least... I mean, last year she just got disqualified a bunch of times. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, maybe that's not the best course of action. But also not, like, what is that, 12 My Sakura singles matches will either, like, improve her tenfold or make her the verifiable worst wrestler in the world. <laughs> like, there's there's no in-between for My Sakura. <laughs> Fair point. Um, she's definitely beating Lady C here anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, Roko over Lacey. Our next match is in the A block. It's uh, Miyu Amasaki versus Waka Sukiyama. Uh, Miyu is already out of contention, so she's probably winning here to, to save face. Yeah. Um, poor Waka yeah. ending on zero points, which, I mean, I didn't expect, but hell, why not? I thought she would get a win. Like, I mm. thought this was where her win was going to come, but I guess not. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Why I don't know when she wins a match if it's not here. You know what I mean? Like she shouldn't beat Miyu. Like of all people, Miyu's probably not the one to, to beat be my, here. That's that's my thing. Yeah, time. like that's 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 how it feels. But I feel like they're like just separating them so much so that's like nah. Like Waka's just like a child in comparison to my. Uh, but no, the ch- the children are actually better than Waka. She's like an infant um, <laughs> compared to my. So like I, I don't know what they what they're running with that, but. I thought she would get like a, a crazy roll up against like Ami or even like Rena, but I, I guess I guess that's not what was in the books. Nope. Um the next match on this card anyway is uh Saeida and Hazuki of Stars versus Himeka and Natsupoi of Donna Del Mondo. This is a uh, pretty good match and this match Saeida is, yeah, this is, is definitely losing. Oh one percent. Yeah. I mean Jumbo's probably gonna like take her head off or something. Possibly. Well Poi is probably gonna pin her to 
you know, plays in the big Oh, Nats Boy's back! Yay! I totally forgot. Yeah. I'm so happy. She's not the only one. Uh, in our next match... She's, she's, she's raging. She, she was raging. She, was, she wasn't injured. She was raging the whole time. Hell yeah. Um, in our next match, though, we have Utami Hashishta, Azumi, and Yay. Sayaka Mitani of Queen's Quest versus Julia, Micah, and Mai Sakurai of Donna Del Mondo. Um, so... I straight up almost had a panic attack last week on last week's episode. You did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. I actually, like, you know, low-grade panic attack at the end there. Um, but she's back. Uh, she posted a picture. She's like, I'm alive, by the way. I was like, thank you. I needed that because mm-hmm. I was worried. So yeah, she's she's alive and well. I imagine she probably gets a little bit of the rub and pins my, or it just goes to a draw because life is stupid. No, this isn't the draw. This is um, probably a Queen's Quest win, though. Oh, that's a draw. Yes. Um, <laughs> I hate everything. So the next oh, the next match yeah. is Tam Nakano, Mina Shirakawa, and Unagi Sayaka of the Cosmic Angels versus Saki, Kashima, Starlight Kid, and Momo Watanabe of Uedo Tai. Uh, that is 100% going to a draw. I'm going to keep it real with you. I think I might skip this one. There's a lot of shows to watch this week. <laughs> That's fair. I think I might skip this match. That is fair. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. Um, the match after that then is Siri and Mirai and Ami Sori of God's Eye versus Mai Wutani, Koguma, and Momo Kogo of the Stars. Uh, definitely Komomo taking the fall there. Yeah, um, I don't know why, but the idea of Mirai uh, just being like, yo, uh, Morioka is, is different, so I think I qualify for the SWA belt, please. Um, it's just so funny to me. I just think that's exactly what should happen, because Mariah challenges for every belt anyway. Um, she doesn't care, so why not? I think that's funny. Fair enough. Thank you. Okay. And also, the SWA belt's never going to be defended again, if not, so. <laughs> that's true. Maybe against Waka, you know, New Yorker, King of New York. The King. The King. To buzz be damned. Um, joke. Our next show to preview, anyway, <laughs> is um, where is it gone? It's fight your... in the top 2022. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up your preview, but um, I don't think it went out. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't want to tell you, but I don't think it went out. Why did you not mention this before? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's scheduled for 7 o'clock tonight. I see. Okay. Well, we can change that live on air. Look at this magic. Woo! The power of the editor of Last Word on Pro Wrestling. Last Word on Sports Pro Wrestling. Hell yeah. Um, somehow I set it for 7 o'clock today when it was meant to be 7 o'clock yesterday. Um, but, you know, sometimes those things happen. <laughs> oh, man. I know, because I, I saw Scott's... Uh, preview go out and i was like oh shit i forgot i wrote a preview last week so that should and i looked for it and it wasn't it wasn't out but, terrible things right yeah luckily luckily for me i have a doc of it because i wrote it so i i can i can go whatever <laughs> well i'm just i'm i'm publishing it the lovely people will be able to see it from right this there we instant. go it's amazing it's called stardom fighting the top preview and well obviously what else is it going to be called so, <laughs> the card for Stardom Fight in the top. Uh, our opener is Unagi Sayaka versus Waka Skiyama versus Ruaka. Um, Unagi is probably winning here. Do they do the bit? Do they do a bit? That's my question. Or is it a Koguma Unagi special? Like, does Unagi not do the bits? If it's no just bits, her? No bit. Not on pay per view. No, no bits. Damn. 
Also, uh, I I actually read the uh, the transcript um, of of the pre of the presser and Raka Unagi was like a very like a real Democrat about it. It's like no Waka, you need to win by pulling yourself up by the bootstraps. I will not help you. And Raka's like, ha, loser, you ain't ever gonna win. Fuck you, and then walked away. Uh, so yeah, I think Raka should beat Waka. That'd be so funny. That would be great, but um, I don't know. I think Unagi's coming away with the win here. I mean, probably. It's still but, ridiculous you know, that this I, is a pay-per-view match. What the hell? It's ridiculous it's a pay-per-view match, and also Unagi's like, ah, I could help you, but nah, nah. Like, like Waka, as a character, has gone into a deep depression over this. And Unagi's like, ah, that's crazy, dude. That's wild. Anyways, <laughs> um, and that's just the... That's the cozen way, I guess. Definitely. Um, the match after that then is Momokogo and Saeeda versus Miyu Amasaki and Lady C of Queen's Quest. Um, hopefully the Stars team wins. That should be how that Yeah, goes. they... I mean, Miyu has a win over Kogo, mm-hmm. but I kind of think that Momo might get that win back because she kind of keeps bringing it up when she really wants to. Uh, so yeah, I, I think I think Stars probably wins here. Okay. Uh, the next match is a special singles match. It's Himeka versus Mina Shirakawa. Um, as we know, they've kind of... They used to be friends, Alex. But, yeah. Um... <laughs> see, in your preview, you said yeah. they used to be Dude, I was listening to that song over and over again when I wrote it. And I was like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I can't listen to 2000s rock music right now. I'm trying to write. And I was trying to like figure out what the story was, too. It was just like I was having a headache just writing the like writing about this match because it is so stupid i'm gonna be honest it is so stupid like mina took something that was like a bit underhanded and like snide and just like made her entire personality because that's what she does every time um like i said earlier himeka was kind of just like oh wow you're kind of gonna get left in the dust kind of like i left you in the dust kind of like you left me in the dust actually uh but you're gonna get left in the fucking dust uh when when colors comes on the scene and mina's like no i won't what i'm i'm great i'm always gonna be great and jumbo's like i don't give a fuck if you're great you suck you're gonna you're gonna suffer here and then mina kind of went crazy so yeah they used to be friends a long time ago yeah but they haven't talked to me lately at all if ever again the greeting i send to you short and sweet to the soul i intend Okay, yeah. Um, this match will either be really good or bad. No, it's gonna like, be bad. bad. If Joe Camina shows up, I am not watching it. Oh no, I'm, like, I'm telling yeah, you, no, like, that's valid. I'm I'm putting it out there right now. If Mina shows up in her Joker form, not watching it. We're not. What if she? About what it. if she pulls up in a different form, like a new form? A what if she pulls up with like form. the the Hachimaki? You know, like what you know how she's been putting the towel around her. Like, what if she shows up like full like karate type? Like, what what if she just does something real stupid? Then, like, uh, just, that we are canceling the show. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, Jumbo is o or not Jumbo. Uh, Mina is zero and two against Jumbo. So I don't know why they're just bringing up like this like oh we used to be friends storyline now when they've wrestled like seventeen million times in tags and twice outside of tags, but. I guess that's where we're at. Yes, because stardom storytelling is kind of bad sometimes. Yeah, just a um, bit. But on to better things. Our next match is for the RSF Stardom Championships. Uh, this is an elimination three-way match. 
the champion team of Starlight Kid, Saki Kashima, and Momo Anabe of Ueda Tai are defending against Julia, Mai Sakurai, and Micah of Don Del Mondo, and Siri, Amisore, and Mirai of God's Eye. So, um, in typical Rossi fashion, it's very possible that he belts up God's Eye. It is his number one play to put these Iris belts on a new faction that he wants to push. He did it with TCS. He did it with DDM. He did DDM. it with Cosmic Angels. He did it with fucking John, which yeah. he wasn't even pushing. Yeah. He just did that for fun. And I could easily see him doing it with God's Eye. Now, the only thing that maybe limits them from putting it on God's Eye is they're the only three members. So every match would then kind of become complicated because you're having... I mean, they, they, he also does that already. Because it's already super complicated. None of them ever lose. They've never well, lost. Uh, that's true. Match. But now that they'd be champions, you'd be potentially throwing away the matches. So you'd have to. Didn't Kid, Saki, and Momo lose a tag match like last week? Yeah, but I mean, they're not gonna like they can. They aren't the only three members. Like you only do that if you have to. Whereas with God's Eye, that's all you can do almost. So it's kind of like also difficult. The five stars starting. So yeah. I don't think we're going to be seeing too many trios matches, if not necessary. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's kind of like their like mission statement of God's Eye is that it's like, oh yeah, we're just going to win the artist belts at some point, not now, but like maybe sometime. Uh, and that's been the mo since they were created. Yeah. And I, I kind of, I don't know. I kind of want to see Oedotai be uh, zero defense Andes. I think that'd be really funny. Well, that's kind of what Oedotai does, <laughs> generally. Like, yeah, I feel exactly. like every one of their last four title reigns, aside from I mean, Rocka, even back in the day, ended in one or two defenses. One or two. Even back in the day, anytime they'd get the RS belts, they would drop them immediately. Yeah. Pretty much. Like... Andras held held the artist belts and then turned on the entire faction while holding the artist belts, and then they just dropped that them. Was obviously. So funny. Um, that was wild. Yeah. So I mean, I think God's Eye wins. Yeah, I mean it, it's Rossi playbook one hundred and one, isn't it? I wouldn't be surprised if if Saki like just revivals like the entire DDM team, and then God's Eye just massacres them, mm-hmm. or not necessarily that specifically. But just something just like crazy, like Saki gets a ton of shine, gets killed, like that, like because I imagine they they always put over the the revival, so I I kind of can see her just like pinning a couple people and then just dying. Probably, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I I don't know. I I wish a way to tie would keep them because I think they're a great team. Um, but it's just I'm so used to Rossi now at this stage that you know him putting the belts on God's eye is something he would do, and as we kind of talked about, it's something he's done the last three or four times. He's had a faction pop up that he likes, so um, expect God's eye to win here and be happy if they don't. Yeah. I guess um, L ratio Oedotai fell off. They are on a mission from God. Shout out God's eye. Damn. Okay. Double and no way for the dub. The dick riding crazy. And also sure. Dick riding is crazy. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> um, bit. <laughs> so the next match is a cage match. It's Natsupoi versus Tam Nakano. Um, if there is any god, uh, Natsupoi is winning here. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but I think Shupra... Some like really big Jap... I don't think it was even Shupra. I think it was like a, a bigger magazine in Japan released like a 
like commemorative uh like piece about Bolnakano versus Aja Kong because this match is happening. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, they like. I don't. It might be Tokyo Sports. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. But I, I remember reading the translation of it. Uh, because yeah, it's like they're deeming this is like a really big deal. Uh, because obviously it is. You know, in Joshi verse. But yeah, I mean, who? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Tam. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, obviously, we kind of like feel like she's like retiring any fucking day now, uh, but she has an entire five star to get through. She seems like she has a a title challenge against Shuri coming up at mm-hmm. some point. Uh, I kind of see Tam winning here, though. I think Natsupoi, uh I think Natsupoi should always be like kind of near the top of the card. Uh, so I think she should probably win here, personally, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I would have Poi win. Um... He did once again seem to to hint at something with um like Stardom's English account was like, basically said oh you know this cage match with Tam and Poi, I like it's gonna change everything nothing's gonna be the same after and I was like you you are basically telling us <laughs> like this is there are like yeah that Tam is not long there's only a couple there's only a couple possibilities of what that means yeah. uh, one is that Sonny's just talking out of his ass again because mm-hmm. he does that yes. quite frequently um. Two is that like this is like a bloody massacre, mm-hmm. and like they do like, like you know things that Starm has never seen before type things, um, or three times just like not gonna be around for very long, uh, and also they're running it back on the Corkin two days later, so I don't know what that means type of thing, like I don't know if it's gonna be a fifty fifty or if you know. Tam is like beating one of the top contenders in Natsupoi, who also loses a lot, so she's not really a top contender. But if she beats Natsupoi twice, and it's like, oh, I, I like obviously deserve like a title shot or whatever. Um, or if Natsupoi just like puts Tam in the ground and is like, I've beaten you basically every single time we've wrestled. So, fuck you. I'm here for the Poi just putting Tam six feet under. Um... Yeah, I mean, me too. Yeah, so I mean, I would do it just just to really put Natsupoi over because I mean, Tam should really be in that spot anyway at this stage. I think, I think the one thing I'm worried about is that Natsupoi just got like, I'm sure she got a lot of stitches, so I don't know how hardcore they're gonna be with this type of thing. You know what I mean? Well, that's so long, that's the one thing that I'm so kinda, long as they don't go uh, full stupid AJW and. You know, let her split herself open by diving off the cage. I'm sure they're okay. Yeah, remember that time that Aja Kong was like unconscious for like four minutes in the middle of the ring? Yeah. And they couldn't move her. Yeah, yeah. What a cage match. <laughs> AJW man, how the how the fuck did they get away with that shit? Like they let her basically. Who fucking knows? Like, they, she had to get her appendix out, wasn't it? And not yeah. even. A month later, they were like, okay, so you're going to jump off the cage and land stomach first, which split all of the stitches open from the surgery. They they, they made her do that show yeah. so they could promote her fucking single with, with uh, Bison. Like, what? What's? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good song. It was, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> shit, dude. Is it of you, really? They got away with yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, like... As long as they get to a certain level, but they don't reach that level, I think this will be fun. Yeah. Uh, I think that's kind of yeah. where I'm at. Um, 
Now, our main event, then, is also a cage match. And this one's going to be interesting, because this is Mayu, Utani, Hizuki, and Koguma versus Utami, Hajishita, Azumi, and Sayaka Matani. Um, I don't know who wins here, and I'm not sure it matters, because when you have so many people in a cage, there's going to be so much crazy shit happening that I think everybody... Somebody is escaping. Yeah, but I, I, den I generally think that rules. everybody gets elevated from a match like this if it's good enough, and yeah. I suspect this will be. So I really don't... It doesn't matter, really, who, who wins or loses. It just matters how well they can do it and how they can differentiate it from Poi versus Tam. You know, NXT tried to do the whole two war games on one show thing for a while there with, you know, women's and men's. And it didn't work as well because there was so many spots that you couldn't repeat or you would repeat and nobody would care. So they're going to have to avoid that. And I'm kind of interested in how they do it. But obviously they have enough crazy kind of bodies involved here that they can make it different enough to Poi versus Tam. Yeah, I think they're I think they're already good, doing a good job with the build. Um, because obviously not spoiling Tam. They were so furious with each other that they were like, "Give me that cage match" type of thing. Um, and then Hazuki literally said, like she she specifically said the words, "This is a cage match with no no score to get settled. We're all cool. Uh, I ain't got no heat with nobody. <laughs> I trained half these people, and one of them is is you know my uh, what is it, Kohai? You know, like like everybody kind of has like homie beef with each other mm. uh which is kind of great because i think that works it, it makes it different and it but it also makes it kind of like fun um and i remember that's kind of what i loved about like and not to be you know a back in my day andy but that's kind of what i loved about like stardom in like 2018 2019 is that it's like yeah there was obviously a lot of feuds but like a lot of it was just like oh these people don't really have beef but they want to beat each other, so they're gonna they're gonna murder each other. Like that's what's gonna happen. But it's not because they have beef. They just want to, you know, they just want to do it for funsies. And I kind of like that being elevated sometimes in comparison to like the blood feud type of thing. I think it kind of needs a healthy balance of the two. And I'm happy that this is getting its its time to shine. Uh, again, with the with Azumi being fresh off an injury, I hope that she's able to like you know do her shit and do it you know without concern mm -hmm. uh, but even if she can't i mean all of stars are psychopaths saya is insane uh and utami is is kind of like the perfect wrestler to ground it occasionally and just like you know when you're calming down from like a big spot utami can just lay at someone and it'll be like hey you know it'll keep things interesting so i actually really like this lineup i think it could be really good so yeah all right Fair enough. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this all goes down and uh, how that show goes. But it is not our last show to preview. Um, we have, Like I said, I think I think Saya escapes the cage. Awesome. Because uh, she was the one who was like talking about it. It's like, I'm not going to get into this match without knowing how I can win. I will simply run away when <laughs> I beat you up. <laughs> and everybody was like, oh, yeah, I guess, I guess that works. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Um. But our, our other show to preview uh, is on the 28th of June, as uh, in Cork and Hall, and there's a lot of fun stuff on this one. I know we ran down the card already, but now we have to, you know, preview it. Um, so the opening match is an A block match in the playing league. It's Momo Koga versus Rina, and we have Komomo winning here. This is the qualifier, qualifier final. Yeah, so we have Komomo winning here to uh, eliminate Rina. Yes. Um, the yes. match after that. Unless they do some crazy shit and put Rina in. Yeah. 
the match after that is a B block match. It's Saeeda versus Hina, and we have Saeeda winning. Could be pretty good. Yeah, I think I think Ida goes over. Yeah, this could be pretty good. Good, definitely, and that would send Ida through. Well, I think yes, potentially it through. I can't remember. No, it would send her through. Oh. All right. Um, and then the last match of the play-in league is My Sakurai versus Rocka in the B block, and we have My going over. Currently. I have Rocka going over. Right. Okay. See, I have My going in. There's no way My is missing that GP. I I don't I don't know. I mean, I, like, is it's definitely a toss-up. Like for me, I think that either of them could really win. Uh, oh, side does have like 17 million people in it. Yeah, it feels like, but they don't have death in it, do they? Um, I I don't know. Yeah. You don't have to look it up. <laughs> uh, it it does feel like Oyota has a lot of uh people in it, but also DDM has a lot of people in it too. So I could see either of them going through, but I kind of am leaning towards Ruaka. Okay. Fair. I, I'm just going with my Sakurai. They, they really like her. They're going to put fair. her in. Um, the match after that, then, is the Future of Stardom Championship match. It is Hanan of Stars defending against Tomoka Inaba of Just Tap Out. Um, this is an interesting one because, you know, Tomoka Inaba is set to defend the Sendai Junior belt against Eureka Oka, um, which a lot of people think she's going to lose. And she's also wrestling Aoi in the final of uh, JTO Girls Tournament to, I think, decide who's the new number one ranked uh, women's wrestler there. So... I like how JTO does the rankings, honestly. It's, it's, it's pretty, pretty cool. interesting. Um, I, I mean, the prevailing thought is that she's going to drop the junior belt and put over Aoi and maybe on the way out. Because it just feels like that kind of finishing up commitments kind of thing. Um, yeah. I, I... She's been having a... A hot, like I don't want to like speculate, but she's been she's been posting on Instagram. She seems like she's kind of in a in a rough spot, uh, just in terms of like personal things. So I don't know if like she's like taking time off. Mm. Uh, again, not to speculate on somebody because I don't want to you know I don't want to be intrusive, but like I don't know if she's taking time off and like that's why she's kind of dropping her commitments, or if like she's the mystery entrant type of thing you know like i, I doubt it but like i mean that's my i don't thought. know that that is my thought like i i could see her winning this and being x in the gp especially like because I, I basically i think if she loses to aoi then that'll be the tell um because she's definitely dropping the sendai belt back to oka that's that's sendai 101 really that's how they book yeah um so i'm just gonna i i think this one's a lot more unpredictable than it seemed when Inaba looked to be in kind of full swing outside of the the stardom. But now that she's potentially winding things up, it, it does look a lot more kind of like, oh, Inaba might win. She does. They do have that new blood match. So like, this is this is going to keep going. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. They're, they're opposite at new blood. So I can see it. I don't know if they do it. Uh... I would be down for it, though. Mm. I mean, I think they're both really good, but I think Idaba is, like, no offense to Hanan, she's better. So, like, <laughs> I think I think her, her getting the belt would be pretty dope. Yeah. It would be uh, something new. It would be really fresh. There's not... but Oh, but the thing is, is that she, like, she's no longer eligible for it in, like, three weeks. Yeah, that's, that's one of the interesting things. Now, in saying that, they did put it on Mina when she had the similar thing. Like I, I, you could yeah. do a quick Ray in with uh, 
maybe the stardom and showcase having her lose it back to someone. Um, I, I think that's possible. But um, I don't know. I feel like you I could have it. her win this um, and maybe drop back to Hanan just so that Hanan doesn't run away with the record of you know most defenses in a single reign. Or you can have her drop it to somebody else who you want to... You don't want to have beat Hanan, but you want to get the belt onto. So, I think you would give them some some versatility there, um, and it would. As long as my Sakurai doesn't beat her, I'm cool. Uh, she was who I thought of. <laughs> I won't lie to you. Yeah, I know that. That's who I yeah. thought of too, and that's why I was like, ah. Uh, uh, Hanan can keep it as long as she wants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just this one's this one's an interesting one, and um, definitely keep eyes on what Inaba's up to because it. it seems like there's a, a path there for her maybe to be you know x in the gp and maybe get signed but we'll have to wait and see really uh the match after that yeah. is starlight kid versus waka Skama. um starlight kids no winning. that could be good oh she's oh, the one with my. the star shooter specifically yeah she she loves to do that with the with the rookies mm. i don't know why but she she likes stretching them type of thing fair enough um the match after that then is a captain's fall four-way match. Jesus Christ. Uh, we talked about this when it was announced because it looks amazing. It's uh, yeah. Siri, Mirai, and Amisore versus Momo Anabe, Saki Kashima, and Fukigen Death. Julia, Maika, and Hameka versus Mayu, Hazuki, and Koguma. Amazing match. Uh, should be really, really good. Again, kind of doesn't matter who wins when you have the Captain's Fall thing and I everything think... about that. I think um, God's Eye wins the belts, and then this is like what sets up uh, maybe... Stars versus God's Eye for the for the trios belts. It would be okay with that, definitely. Yeah, because I mean, like, like DDM is always around the Ars belts. They can take a they can take a month off. Uh, but I kind of see Stars winning this. Yeah. Um. Oh, especially if they win the cage match, I feel like they're probably gonna keep the momentum here and then beat God's Eye and then be like, oh, we we want the belt. Fair. So, yeah. yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. Um, Especially considering that, oh, that actually all works very well together because the tag belts is on the. So, I kind of have both. Oh, yeah. Stars yeah, versus that's DDM. That's true, that's true. Or not DDM, Godza. Oh, yeah. Didn't even think of that. Um, you see, I didn't think of that because Hizuki and Koguma don't have the belts in their render, so I genuinely just never. Yeah, I know, it. I didn't either. <laughs> I totally forgot. Yeah. Um, that's that's me for you. Um, the match after that is Utami Hashishita, Sai Kamatani, Azumi, and Lady C of Queen's Quest versus Mini Shirakawa, Unagi Saka, Saki, and Ikari Shimizu of the Cosmic Angels. Um, I really think... You said last time, this is a pretty-ass match. Very much so. Um, and I think Cosmic Angels wins here, maybe with Saki pinning Lady C or something, just to give the new people a win. Oh, yeah, Lady C's here, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I told like I didn't I didn't even notice that Lacey was in this match because <laughs> so I was like oh maybe they do that it's like oh no Lacey is yeah um and our main event then is the the second match of the two match series Tam Nakano and Natsupoi um I could see this going to a draw if they really wanted to because they like doing draws on Karakun that's a thirty yeah but they've done it before especially like with Natsupoi Natsupoi well. is. Natsupoi is so good at everything except for 30-minute draws. <laughs> like, well, that one was with Kid. You can't blame her there. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, think, I think Tam, as a you know showman, because we know 
tambourine um she definitely has a better chance of going 30 and it not being terrible mm. but also you know you never know that you don't but, but i i don't i don't know i could see it going to a draw as well um mm-hmm. all time Natspoy is two and one against Tam, but in stardom, Tam is one and oh. So, uh, if Natspoy wins the cage match, then this will be like the rubber match in stardom. But if it's if Natspoy wins the cage match all time, uh, she she is better than Tam, period. All right. Uh, which is kind of a foregone conclusion, but you know, uh, yeah, a little bit of math there, a little bit of, of history. All right, very good, very good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I do think Poi or, or a draw are the most likely outcomes, um, especially if, you know, they want to do the whole Tam isn't able to beat her thing or whatever. Um, it definitely does depend on the cage match, I think, because if Tam wins the cage match, then you would definitely have Poi win here. Um, but... I also wonder what they do in this match. Like just physically. Yeah, it's it's a two days one. after a cage match that's supposed to be like, you know, it's not supposed to be anything, but like that, it's kind of being billed as like a huge deal. It might just end up being not match. very good. <laughs> um, I, that, yeah. that's certainly possible, but I mean, I don't know really. I would love it if if they just like beat the shell of each other in the cage and then came out for the main event all banged up and just like threw themselves at each other like the old ten matches. So I think Tam's best matches have been like twelve minutes, just beat the shit out of each other. One of you win. Uh, like all time, those are the best Tam matches, and I would really like it if she brought that out here, uh, considering they probably are going to have a pretty eventful cage match. I hope uh, a couple days before. I'm sure they'll put their all into the pay per view more than the Cork and. Um... Yeah, I'm. I'm just asking for Natsuko versus Nats versus Tam again. Except not spoil. <laughs> of course. That's 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 where we're at again. You know, what is this all like ninety ninety six episodes in, still asking for the same thing I was asking for in episode one. Um so not a lot not a lot has changed no. over the past two years. No, not at all. Um But that's our show done. Uh surprisingly. We got through everything. Um mostly because the the stuff to review is all house shows and we've kinda of decided not to harp on too much about house show tags that nobody else will watch um and a lot of the stuff coming up is either predictable or it doesn't matter at all you know like usually pay-per-views take us a while to get through but there's just nothing really to dig into on that nagoya pay-per-view and Karkin is basically just a hey here's some cool matches so not a lot for us to digest really um but you know i thought we we went about an hour plus so that's that's pretty much our usual range Dude, this new this new recording thing it scared me because it said it started recording forty minutes ago and I was like, what What do you mean it started recording forty minutes ago? I had to yeah. refresh it. Yeah, no, it does. Uh, it bumps yeah. up every now and then. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know if you wanna close out. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I think that these shows are looking really good. Uh, I'm excited. I don't know when we're gonna be back next week because I don't know what your plan is, but I kind of wanna watch some of this Corkin. But it comes out like it, it won't be out on Wednesday, so I don't know yeah. what what the word is with you. It depends because there's no card for the the shows the next weekend up. So I mean, if there's nothing oh, by then, we'll have to wait. But uh, we'll have to wait and see, really. Oh, it's not. Um, 
maybe the world does change. Maybe maybe everything changes. <laughs> maybe Sasha Banks comes out on this show. Oh, uh, maybe that's what's maybe that's what's in store. Um, but no, I I, I think these are going to be good shows. Um, I have been pretty outward about my uh dislike for some of the stardom booking that's coming up in the next couple months. Uh, in fact, uh, you talked about the allegations of being TJPW brained. Um, I actually am going to watch a TJPW show instead of a stardom show next month. Uh, and a DDT show, because that show looks really good. But so, so is like, that Summer Sun you know, Princess? Yeah, I mean, like, come Listen, on. Listen, it's a good like, card. <laughs> you gotta give it to them. Like, dude, Velke said that he wouldn't be surprised if Momo got DQ'd in the main event, and I was just like, you know what? That wouldn't surprise me either. I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. Yeah. <laughs> like, the fact that that is, like, a thing that very likely could happen, I ain't watching it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I've been kind of, you know, damper on it, but I think that this week of shows is going to be really good, um, or at least it looks like it's going to be really good. Obviously, um, the stars are back. You know, uh, Azumi and Natsupoy are, are two very much missed this past couple weeks, couple weekends. Um to fixtures that you very much notice not being there kind of thing. So um, I'm excited for the weekend of, of shows, and I'm excited to talk to you about it next week whenever we do. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Also, check out VTG. I said it earlier, but check out VTG. Uh, I released it last week, but I don't think anybody saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. If you uh, want to hear me actually praise yeah, Minami Toyota, then, um, you know, check that out. Uh, it is a fun little show. It never goes as long as this, and it's all about classic Joshi. So ever wanted to know what 1992 AJW was actually like, uh, then check it out. Um, but until then, we will be back next week to uh, review the uh, Miyu Amasaki Celebration Series. We will be talking about Fight in the Top. Wait, what? Well, you know, it's it's all about Miyu Amasaki, so it's, it doesn't matter what you call it. Um, Dude, I had, did I just time travel? What the fuck did you say? The, the <laughs> Miyu Amasaki Celebration Series. Again? Yeah. Do they do that every time they go to yes, Kyoto? I, I said that when we previewed the show. <laughs> she is not the only wrestler to ever come from Kyoto. Okay. Know. You know, it's, it's that's, all right. That's so weird. Anyway, we'll be reviewing that next week and we'll preview. She lived in fucking Bruvland for a oh bit. Oh my god. <laughs> Shout out to you, Amasaki, though. She seems yeah. cool. Um, we will be back next week. We'll review that stuff. We will preview the show in Edion Arena number two and uh, some hotel, some holiday all um, the day after. <laughs> um, but until then, it's time to close the show. If you want to stand, you may stand. Yeah. If you want to sit, you may sit. Leave today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Ijo. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.
Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. Bye.